welcome to your Worth It podcast for Wisdom Wednesday. My name is Joey. And my name is Judy, and we're so glad you're here. And we want to share with you just things that we have gone through in life to give you a little bit of wisdom and encouragement. So please share this with your friends and family and anyone that you feel will be encouraged and blessed by this. Welcome in. We're so glad that you're joining us for Wisdom Wednesday. We are wanting to talk about a topic today, but before we do that, we want to share our heart on what your worth it is all about. Yeah, so um, my name is Judy, for those of you listening, and I know this will be on YouTube as well, so welcome. Follow our podcast, You're Worth It, Um, and we're going to be able to share with you some Wisdom Wednesday you know, of, of things that we've gone through personally and things that we've overcome and maybe have a special guest every now and then. Yeah. But years ago, I would say maybe seven or eight years ago, I was um, invited to launch and assist in helping my first women's conference. Yeah. And I remember that conference was called Esteem Women. And that evening, God gave me a word on you're worth it. And I actually even went and got a t-shirt printed. Yep. That said, you're worth it. I have a photo and it just came up on like my memories on Facebook. You know, good old Facebook brings back those memories of of your time lapse. And it's so awesome to see. And so from then, I had another women's conference that I launched on You're Worth It. And, you know, that name just stuck. And I remember my husband telling me, like, I feel like we're going to use this name again in many avenues and many things. And we have been able to have that opportunity to do that. And it's been really cool to see. So on the ministry side of it, God gave us just this vision to um, minister to people and remind them that their worth, that their life has value, that they matter and they're important. And that's part of the reason why we're here. Yeah. You know, when when we got into to ministry, we always went into it with a mindset that we want to see people be able to grasp the, their identity grasp their worth, not just their worth in Christ, but just their worth in humanity. Yeah. And along that, a lot of people don't necessarily know this, but my wife and I, it's uh, now about five years ago, we got our life coaching certification. Yeah. And we went back the next year, got our advanced life coaching certification because we believe in how coaching impacts people. And so along with the ministry, I believe it's almost like two lanes going in the same highway, the ministry and the, the coaching and consulting is really a well-balanced approach of helping people holistically on their whole being, them in their life, their business, their profession, and just their walk in Christ. And so we're excited that you're here. I know you're going to hear little glimpses of that, and we're going to talk about that. But let's talk about a subject that was really on my wife's heart to speak about today, um, and we are excited to share that with you. Yeah. yeah. So why this podcast, right? And this yeah. is part of this is part of it. Um, uh, we don't just like to hear ourselves talk, yeah. <laughs> um, but we definitely feel like our experiences and the things we go through in life, and this is the same for you, um, that it's not for nothing. Everything yeah. that you've gone through is for a reason, and it's not to be wasted. And so one of the things that um, we have gone through um, – many times, but also recently and have seen others go through is trauma. I think that we can all describe some sort of trauma in our lives, whether it be childhood trauma, uh, Mm. whether it be um, as you were a teenager or in your 20s as a young adult. 
sadly we're seeing just you know teens right now and mm -hmm. just so many people go through trauma and have something happen like that in their lives and so what we want to talk to you about and on this wisdom wednesday is give you some some really good practical tools and advice on overcoming um trauma in in your relationship and healing healing through that healing through trauma in your relationship yeah and you know what you might even be asking yourself i don't even know if i've experienced trauma Right, And it's not necessarily to, to put this on your radar, to claim it. Um, that's not the goal. But have you ever felt stuck in something? Felt like yeah. there was a hurt, there was a pain, there was a wound that you experienced. And from that point, you felt like you could never move forward. Yeah, I, I would say in a broad perspectum, that is trauma. Mm -hmm. And so what we want to do, and, and I know my wife has walked so many people through the victory of getting out of trauma, We've seen it both in people's spiritual lives, yeah. um, their marriages, their relationships, and, and even in their businesses, that, that they can get through trauma as long as they address it, as long as they meet it where it's at and create a new experience. Yeah, so definitely. What's on your heart with that, babe, in regards to some of the steps to help heal trauma in relationships? Yeah, so I believe that if we um, have... And, and from experience of my own personal walk with different scenarios and in, in trauma from childhood, um, overcoming childhood mm. abuse, which I'll share more probably in later podcasts, um, to relationship trauma, to um, things at work or health trauma, health, mm. uh, you know, in your body, wow. but things that you have not healed from, um, when they are left unhealed, they create fears. And what happens wow. with fears is they create a wall. And when yeah. there's a wall there, we can't move forward. Mm. We can't move forward in our marriages. We can't move forward in our career um, because we have this fear of maybe how we were treated by a boss or something like yeah. that, or um, even our bodies um, overcoming certain traumatic things I have gone through in my physical body. I've had six abdominal surgeries and mm. um, heart, heart things with my heart. And I don't want to call it a heart condition because I'm claiming healing. But, you know, things that I was told, you'll never be able to run this far or you'll never yeah. be able to do these things. And so having those uh, fears kept me from um, trying to see if I can surpass what I was told. And mm. I let the fear of the trauma tell me you're done. I let the fear tell me you can't get healing or you can't get past this. And wow. uh, one of the first things I'll address is kind of like a relationship trauma as I was um, younger is more so early on in our marriage. If, um, if my husband would say um, a certain, certain words or certain things um, or spoke to me in a certain tone because I did grow up with a very um, a vocal father or like kind of like yelling in the home and things like that, I would... I would literally um, kind of put up a wall, a yeah. defense mechanism. And that's one of the things that my trauma would cause was it caused me to be very defensive and on a defense mechanism. Yeah. So it's almost like if you, to put it in terms, at least for me, when, when I didn't know I had a trauma in area, I, I really simplified it to, to what you were saying is trauma is like yeah. an additional voice in your head. Right. It's like speaking the opposition or speaking against your progress because of fear mm -hmm. because of a of a wound you know yeah. i i explained it sometimes i remember riding my bike one time yeah and i built this little ramp in the backyard and i put it too close to the fence and i did the ramp and i hit the <laughs> fence and busted my nose and i bent my bike and and i remember <laughs> after that um we we started building them in proper places right by a fence is not one 
And then I wouldn't go to it. I would not jump it anymore. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. because I wasn't capable. Mm -hmm. It was because my last experience with jumping it, I had a Mm -hmm. hurt. I experienced something that put a secondary voice in my head that when I got on the bike to try to do what my friends were doing to have fun, I couldn't do it because that secondary trauma voice Mm -hmm. was saying something different to me. That's so good. Yeah. It's, you know, it's definitely, I think, is like a voice. And it's, uh, I first of all want to like, commend you know our listeners out there if you have gone through some sort of trauma um you know we're going to cover some mental health things next week so a little sneak peek there yeah but is um is i commend you for first of all being out in the open of saying like hey i did have some things or i do need some help or maybe Mm -hmm. this podcast is allowing you to realize that right now but one of the things that i i wrote down here is um, you know, trauma is not something you cast out. I don't know if you believe mm, in God or you're a spiritual really person, but this isn't like, you know, let's cast out the demon of trauma. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's not something that someone can, and I believe in a, a supernatural God. I believe that God can do incredible yeah. healing, but I also do believe that God does use doctors and counselors. And sometimes our, our healing process is a journey and he, yes, he is a miraculous God and he can do a miracle mm. and, 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 and heal us of that trauma, but sometimes it's something walked out. And so that's definitely something I have gone through where it was something that I walked out and so it helped me not shame myself when in my um, early 20s and I began to suffer of severe panic disorder and I had to go to a counselor, I had to go through healing of accepting the fact that I needed a counselor, accepting mm. the fact that I couldn't control whatever my um, endocrine system was doing because the endocrinologist said my thyroid was out of whack and my mm. heart was out of whack and um, I was just having panic attacks maybe every other day and relying on medication, relying on counseling, um, relying on intensive therapy sessions. Mm. Um, I had to get through, through, um, shame and embarrassment feeling like, wow, do I not have enough faith for this to just go away for me not to ever need a pill for Mm. me not to ever need a counselor? Where is my faith? Maybe Mm. I don't have faith as much as other people do. But I want to tell you, uh, that was a process in itself of me healing from shame of saying, I need help. Mm. I need help. And what had happened was I went through so much um, intense situations being younger that when I hit my early 20s, it felt like my body crumbled at once and was like, hey, everything you went through now we're finally letting you feel it because you weren't feeling it you weren't dealing with it tucked it away and it felt like it hit me at once and i'm 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 not one to like show emotion quickly or tell you like i need help or very competitive in nature so and also not one to admit that i was wrong quickly um i have grown matured (laughs) um but you know for me to go and say i do need help i do need a counselor I do need this pill right now. Yeah. Um, not letting myself be condemned by the voice in my head and by religiosity. Mm. Um, help me quicker um, begin my process of healing in that situation. Yeah, you know, I, I, I love something that you introduced as you were talking is, is there's, you know, we're a three-part being. Yeah. You know, and, and we can cover this spiritually and we can also speak about this from a counseling and 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 a mindset coaching perspective is is you're a body a soul yeah. and a spirit yeah and and when you have a For trauma sure. 
a trauma can affect all three layers of that Absolutely. person. And so if you just approach a trauma that you experienced that was an emotional hurt, neurologically, you have that connection to that wound. Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to just attack it spiritually, sometimes your spirit is willing, but even God says this, your spirit is willing, but what? Your flesh is weak. Yeah. And so we need the encouragement of our spirit coming into agreement with a healthy soul. Yes. And trauma gets stuck in the soul. And, and so I, I love that because your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. And you might be looking and thinking right now, man, I have been in a relationship and I just can't get past this same thing, this same phase, this same mountain we keep circling because yeah. there was a hurt. Or you wait for it to happen in again. anticipation of wow. when's it going to yeah. happen again. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, I, I mean, I've been, and I've told you this before yeah. where I've been like, wow, it's, it's going so well that I'm almost like, it's like you were waiting for the other shoe to drop, mm. um, and different, different things like, or even, even like, oh my gosh, my body's doing so good. I'm feeling healthy. When am I going to get sick again? Mm. And having that fear again, having that fear set in of like, wow, is this going to happen to me again? Am I going to be let down? Okay. Am I for, you know, those of you maybe single out there and maybe you've been cheated on or betrayed and you're like, when am I going to get let down again? When am I going to yeah. get betrayed again? Is this person going to be the one, yeah. you know, having those things or, or maybe in your career success, like I can only get so far and that's it. Mm. And you have that fear in that blockage that you feel like that. That's really good. You know, you, this is, I think this is the thing as nobody can sit here and we won't try to explain or excuse why you have that trauma. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to try to say you deserve the trauma. We're not going to say you put yourself in a all. situation to receive that trauma. Yeah. And you know what? It might not have been your fault that you're sitting right now and you're like, I, I wasn't even my fault. Something happened to me as a teenager. It happened yeah. to me as an adult. It's happened to me because my spouse or my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my mom, right. my dad, whatever it is. And, and you know what? They, but, but the healing from trauma, the, the, the creating the new path from trauma, they can't, that person that created it or participated with creating it can't do the work for you. And so you don't have to excuse what they've done to you and say, you know what? It's not their fault that they did it. You don't need to do that. You know why it happened. You know where it happened. And you know how you felt because of it happened, you know, because it happened. But what you can do is choose yeah. And we want to talk about you the don't power need their of permission. Choice. You don't need a permission. You don't need their permission to begin your healing process. Yeah. I mean, that'd be the worst thing in the world. You're waiting for them to get better and healthier so that you can get healthier. No, oh, you want to be healthier for you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? That's one of the things that, um, that I, that, that was helpful was telling myself like, you know, um, I, I think of our lives and, um, there's a scripture in Corinthians that I love in the message version that says like, we are all a story that someone, mm. um, is, can read. We are all a walking letter. Um, wow. I would think of like, we're all walking letter of the Bible. Like if, if you met someone and they have never read the Bible in their life, you are, you are a representation of that. So what are they reading when they see you, when yeah. they see your life? And sometimes when we've gone through things and when we've gone through trauma, we yeah. want to rip out chapters of our life that we're ashamed of, that yep. we're embarrassed of, Absolutely. and we want to hide. And we're like, you know, I like chapter one through five, but seven through 10 was so <laughs> embarrassing. I just can't believe I said those things. I can't believe I did those things. I can't believe I went through attempted suicide. I can't believe I went through this abuse. I can't believe I went through these things. I'm just naming a few out there of things that maybe you have gone through. 
mm-hmm. or experience that you may be ashamed or embarrassed. But, you know, that's the beautiful thing about our story is we we want every chapter there and every yeah. chapter has a purpose, but also telling ourselves, now mm-hmm. here comes a new chapter. Here comes a healing chapter, telling myself a new story. And really healing from trauma is um, a repetitiveness. When we do things out of fear, we do things repetitively, habitually, um, as if the situation is going to happen again. Mm. So in order to heal, we also should do things repetitively as if it's never going to happen again. Yeah. Um, and that creates an opportunity for our, for our minds to tell ourselves, uh, to have new like neural pathways telling yeah. ourselves it's a new day. It didn't happen today. It didn't happen yesterday. Today's a new day of healing. And even if it was a rough day, then tomorrow's a new day, you know, Mm -hmm. but allowing yourself to create a new story allows you to have a new memory and have that healing. Yeah, I love um, as I've, you know, been on this journey, you know, along with my wife and she talked about some of the, you know, traumas that she had both, you know, because of because of surgeries, physical reasons. But I got to witness um, her walking over it. So I feel like, number one, you've heard us talk a little bit about the uh, understanding, am I in a trauma? Do I keep repeating cycles? Right. Do I keep myself from doing things? Number two, do I want to get better and am I choosing to get better regardless of hearing the I'm sorry or the other mm-hmm. person get better? But three was this point that she's talking about. It was little steps of creating a new experience. And so in trauma, in the process of healing, you have to go after progress, yeah. not perfection. Yeah. And I remember with my wife being, you know, really with some of those panic attacks because of her thyroid, which we didn't know at the time. It was like, oh, there's something mentally or right. something emotionally that's fractured. We didn't know it was a hyperthyroid. It was an organ in your physical body that was causing this physio- everything. It was else. Physical- yeah. physiological, but it was affecting everything. Yeah. But I loved it because the things that she had panic, a panic situation in, in a you know restaurant or things like that, that she didn't want to go around until she was free, free from the trauma is instead of saying, you know what, I'm never going to get better because I don't want to go there. She made little progress steps. And I celebrated those little victories. Absolutely. And I would brag to him like, I did this today. You know, like I didn't just search for the exit or I didn't just do these other things um, where, again, I was... um, I, I, when, when I was, um, in the trauma, I was creating my, uh, what I thought was, a a safe space, but I was really protecting my fears. Mm, wow. I was protecting Talk my fears and my comfortability mm-hmm. in staying in those fears. And I wanted to protect yeah. them. And so really is reframing my mindset in like, um, it can be overwhelming trying to list your 10 things that you do, um, you know, because you're trying to get past this trauma. But if you do one thing at a time, like challenging myself to step outside, to walk a little longer, to go to stores and not have um, overwhelming crowd social anxiety, or, you know, looking for the exit, or like he said, Mm -hmm. getting sick at restaurant, or just different things that I had gone through, um, uh, then that really helped. It was very empowering to celebrate my victories as small as they felt. Yeah. because then that gave me hope that I will have another victory again. And in a relationship, we just want to tell you too, like if you, if you are married, 
um, or you know you're in a relationship, creating that safe sp- safe space for your spouse to come and talk to you or your mm-hmm. significant other to come and talk to you openly and share with you what they're dealing with without uh, th- without judging the emotion. Mm. We may not understand the other person's emotion, yeah. but if we create that safe space of just um, listening, that definitely creates some healing. Yeah, you know, I made I made some some huge mistakes in the beginning of the journey from Judy, you know, Judy being healed um, over um, in that area or being um, creating that trauma like a new experience where I would be frustrated because I didn't see her doing the things that I wanted her to do. And yeah. So well, you're natural a fixer. So you're kind of like, yeah. uh, you're fine. Come on, let's do this. And because you've also seen me be such a fighter. Too. Oh, my gosh. So yeah, this, you're, I mean, you're this is like one of the boldest, <laughs> courageous women I've known in my whole life. And so when I saw her in those states, I would be like, almost like, come on, you can do it. Why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you doing it? But so Almost what, like an angry coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. But you know what I did is, is I reversed sometimes in those moments some of the risks that she was willing to take in progress mm-hmm. because I was not supportive of the place that she wanted to be at. And so I think it's important for us to hear that as, as, as the hey spouse on the other side. Yeah. Um, you know, support them. Create that safe space by acknowledging sure. the progress and and being patient. And even saying this, I love this question, and I, and I wish I would have incorporated this sooner. You know, is this okay for you? How can I help you? How can I be there for, for you? For sure. And letting them tell you how you can support them. The last thing you want to tell someone yeah. that's in full panic attack mode, anxiety attack mode is calm down. Mm. or you're okay Ouch. Been there. Um, or you're Been okay there. because it's really in your mind when you're experiencing one you think your life is over you think you can I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that but you think you could barely breathe your heart is palpitating and my heart my hands would get clammy there was at one point that my legs would go numb and I couldn't feel my legs when yeah. it was like a full-blown panic attack um, you just feel like you're losing control and you have no control of anything Absolutely. so really is kind of like like he said really asking me what what can I do for you how can I be here for you what do you need or rubbing my mm-hmm. back there's a couple of times where I think I threw up with anxiety mm-hmm. um and you know just rubbing my back getting me water or I'm like I just need to walk kind of like getting myself distracted yeah. and knowing what I need in that moment but I've I've definitely grown to a place where now I know if I I begin to feel those feelings of anxiety I'm mm-hmm. like hey what am I not doing because like you did say we are the three part being covering the spiritual side, like, okay, am I, am I in my word? Am I praying? Am mm. I talking to God? Am I having that, that feeding my spirit or is my spirit skinny and anorexic? Mm. Is it starving? Wow. You know, and then the physiological side of it, have I had my exercise, you know, and maybe my body's too tired to exercise. Have I had on, because I exercise you guys not to be, um, a certain size. I exercise because I enjoy food. Um, <laughs> and first of all, yeah. I'm sure you do too. Secondly, but because um, I, it's a mental thing. I'm yeah. a, I'm a nicer person when I exercise. And mm-hmm. I say that, um, to say that it really does help us mentally to just get a walk, to mm-hmm. get some fresh air. Yeah. So am I, did I cover that part? And am I eating and drinking well? Did I have, am I hydrated enough? Am I this, you know, yeah. or am I being grumpy and having anxiety because I've, I neglected my own physical body yeah. and I'm taking it out on others. So I'm having more wisdom and I want to share that wisdom with you guys, especially around, you know, the holidays and just having all these to-do lists and maybe you've been working hard but cross those things off your list are you taking care of your spirit are you taking care of your mind and are you taking care of your body because if one of those are neglected they'll all be affected 
Absolutely. And you know, we, we just want you to feel, um, as you listen in today, that you can make some progress. Yeah. And there's hope. Yeah. There is hope. You will not be stuck forever That's in right. this place. Um, I just want to encourage you that in, in saying that you will not stay where you're at. God loves you too much to leave you the same. That's right. And, um, you know, there's yeah. people that are like, I went to this conference and I went to that service and I listened to that preaching and I listened to that song or I, I went through this seminar, you mm-hmm. know, but they're the same. Yeah. And so really, as we can listen to the most incredible minister or have yeah. an awesome uh, time with God, but we also have to meet God halfway and do our part and say, I want change. I don't want to be the same. I'm done protecting my fears. Right. I am done staying stuck in this trauma. I am done not letting people love me mm. because of fear, because I'm afraid that this trauma is going to happen again. Yeah. And you know what? That's that's how we want to leave you. We want to leave you feeling that you are not your trauma. You are not stuck in that place. Yeah. You're not what happened to you. You're not what happened to you. And you know what? You have the right to claim a new experience. Yeah. And that happens one day at a time, one moment at a time, because it's about progress over perfection. And celebrating one victory at a time. Celebrate yourself. You deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. We're so glad that you joined us today and we hope that you felt encouraged. We hope that you got a tool or a resource and that you continue on this journey with us. Yeah. We love you. We bless you and you're worth it.